Hi, Angels. This is Francisca, and you're listening to Everybody Hates LA. Joining me today is Danielle Irves, a native Californian who moved from the Bay Area to LA a decade ago. She's a multi-hyphenate boss, an incredible community builder, mentor, and fashionista. Tune in. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday. How are you? I'm amazing. Good morning. Happy Sunday. I feel great. You are beaming. Am I? You are. You have this like natural glow around you, just like happy and confident and balanced. I think so. Which you're usually like that anyways. I am after coffee. <laughs> Fully after coffee. You know, I've been trying not to drink coffee. Oh. In August, I started working with this nutritional person because I was like, I eat fast food too much. Like people are like, oh, I eat fast food like once a week. No, I would eat it four or five times a week. Cause I was rushing from place to place and I always did in my car and I was like, I'm bloated. I don't feel good. And she was like, you know, it feels like your body's always in survival mode. Oh. And she's like, coffee's a part of it, which is fine. She's like, I'm not gonna tell you not to drink coffee, but try like a day. And I st- stopped, had it the next day. And I was like, Whoa, I feel very different. Yeah. So coffee. I tried to give up coffee like early, maybe early 2022. Yeah. It was a rough journey. I was doing green tea, black tea, trying to figure out which one was the best for me. Yeah. And I did have more energy in a different way. Yeah. But I love coffee. It's like a lifestyle. Yeah. It just, again, I'm obsessed with. <laughs> I just finished mine in the car, so don't worry. I'm obsessed with Starbucks, but it's just there's something about like going into the store, going through the drive through and having your cup. And I'm like, I'm a different Ding. woman. <laughs> picture like yes oh my gosh i love coffee i love the smell of good coffee Mm. and that's the thing i met this guy who told me about real coffee how real coffee should be made how it shouldn't be burnt which a lot of beans are at like fast food yeah. coffee places like starbucks unfortunately sorry sorry not libel not libel not defamation <laughs> mention it it's fine just don't sue me <laughs> love you though. i'll deal with it <laughs> um but like i got a french press and i got like all these things so like you make it yourself make good coffee oh no i burn the shit out of mine i am like i'll put it in the pot i'm like i'll let it sit for three days i'm like great <laughs> Pour it back up. It's fine. It's Reheat fine. it back up. I, now I'm like stuck on the quickness of Keurig mm. and um, Nes- Nespresso's. Yeah. Oh my God. Funny story. Okay. So I was working at this company and it was a startup when I first moved to LA. Had all these like tech things, all these coffee machines I'd never seen before. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> LA. Oh my God. Can we just talk about like the corporateness of that? Like whenever <sighs> you work in corporate or like an agency, their kitchen is always fully stocked. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what? We used to joke like, I don't have to go grocery shopping because this is, I can make Snacks. breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yes. All of it. All of it. It was bad. It was really bad. I used to drink three Nespresso's in the morning and in the afternoon because <gasps> I thought they were just coffee pods. And they would fill up my cup like this much. Yeah. As an espresso shot does. <laughs> and I'd be like, why is it giving me so little coffee? Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, like, <laughs> do it two more times. So I'd just be at work, like, ah, ah, I gotta get this done. <laughs> and then, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Let's have another get the one. the other one. <gasps> do it again. <gasps> mm, I feel so good. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and then someone was like, Three espresso shots, Danielle? Like, are you sure? I was like, what? I'm just making coffee. They were like, you're hardcore. And I was like, what are they saying to me right now? Oh, my gosh. This is espresso. This is not coffee. Cool. Cool. Let's detox. 
because I can't, I'm going to explode. Like, I, I can't do this. love that. But then the thing is, it's so easy for you to get used to that new routine. And so in order to detox, right, it just takes a little bit of time to like have your body readjust to that because it's always in fight or flight. <laughs> and I was fighting for my life, girl. That espresso, the three espresso twice a day wow. had me going. Wow. It was a problem. Okay. You mentioned your startup. So you, I didn't. I don't think I knew that you moved here for your startup because you and I, we met two thousand eighteen or probably nineteen. At I think so. I think Think so. LA event. It was the summer soiree, soiree. Mm -hmm. and we volunteered at Think LA. Shout out to our family over there. Love y'all. Um, and it was so funny, right? Because it, there were so many people that were volunteering. I mean, there were hundreds of people from marketing and advertising and public relations and entertainment there. But it was so fun. And I think all of us just clicked. And I think it's a perfect example of you meet people once, you stay in touch, right? And we did. And we've just kind of, I think, grown and gotten to know each other over yeah. time via social and chatting and all this stuff. And I've just loved seeing your journey and, and all of that. But can you tell us more about, because you're from the Bay, mm -hmm. so you moved to LA. Can you kind of expand on what brought you here, all of that? Oh, my gosh. So from Oakland, never ever thought I would live in LA ever? like ever everyone wanted to move to LA so it's like ugh, I don't want to be with everyone else I don't <laughs> want to move to LA everyone went to LMU yeah uh Northridge everyone was going to LA I was like no I'm going to east coast uh -huh. and then got scared didn't end up going to the east coast um stayed and my sister moved down here she went to Cal State LA mm -hmm. and she is a chef and I was working at a terrible, terrible agency, not mentioning what the name is. I, you know who you people. are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> terrible people uh, in senior leadership, wonderful people, yeah. employees. Um, I quit it because I was like, this is terrible for my mental mm -hmm. health. Um, was going on vacation I was going on a cruise. Mm, <coughs> I love cruises. <coughs> cruises aren't good for this all. At first, I was like, eh, on a boat forever. Mm. So fun. But now I love them. I'm, I'm, I got the cruising bug. So now I'm just like, I need a cruise. I need a cruise. <laughs> like the Nespresso. Um, but I went on a cruise, came back through Long Beach, chilled with my sister for a bit. And mm. she was like, you have nothing in the Bay right now. Just mm. move to LA. And I was like, ha. Huh you're funny like no why would i move here she was like just come i'll get you a server job at my restaurant till you get a job in that you want and it'll be fine and i was yeah. like no okay and then i we went back up she drove up with me and we visited our parents and i drove right back down are you kidding packed up my 1999 toyota avalon which was already pushing 200,000 miles <laughs> Packed it up and said, we're on our last trip, girl. Let's go. Moved to L.A. And that was it. My heart is so full. Like, and then within a month, I got the job at Jukin. And I was like, whoa, okay, maybe I was meant to be here. Wow. How many years has that been now? Since 2013. Like, wow. I moved here in 2014. Yeah. You're almost a decade I'm in. Almost a decade in, which they say if you're a decade in, you are. You officially get your stripes. At Angelino. Yeah. I. I I love Angelinos, but I don't know if I'm ready to be an Angelino. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, so I moved here and I remember like the first year is always the most terrible, right? Yes. I mean, like everything will go to shit. Like, I mean, I got into my first car crash. I like, I we had to replace like 13 tires. I'm not, I'm not over exaggerating. I'm currently in that. Yeah. Well, but you've been here for a while, right? When I was like, I want my, I want my stripes. I want my stripes. Like it literally takes everything out of you. But then over time, it's supposed to get easier, right? <laughs> and you're like, no. But I feel like you're, you're an Oakland girl through and through. Yes. Like I feel like you still, because you have this like, we'll talk about this in a second, but like your style and your poshness and like the way that you like connect with everybody. I feel like, like yes, you're in LA, but that's only because you're very much like versatile and flexible, and so mm. you can still be who you are mm. in different environments. I love Oakland so much. I love the Bay Area so much because of who it is, but yeah. also who it helped me become. Mm. Um, you are so right. Being in Oakland and being in the Bay Area, you have to build yourself. Mm. And like, there's so many people doing so many unique things. 
in a different way than everywhere else yeah. that you need to naturally connect <laughs> with yourself. And um, it's amazing. So when I came here, I, I got a little caught up uh, um, at first. And mm. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of weird. Like, I'm with all these people and all these new things. And, like, um, like I felt like Jugen was mm. such an L.A. company. Like, mm -hmm. oh, who does? Like, what? I, traditional PR, graduated with a degree in PR, worked at a PR firm. And I was like, oh, this is so different. I don't there must only be companies like this in LA. Yeah. Like, of course. So then I, oh, like, realized I was getting distracted by all these shiny things mm -hmm. and all the startup culture and is what I call it. you love it because you're like, I'm gritty. I'm an yes. entrepreneur. Everyone's like gotten and everyone mm -hmm. knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And somebody will come up to you and be like, yeah, I'm going to go to this party. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just make it happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I had to level set. I was like, mm, let's, let's dial it back a bit yeah. because- I'm drinking too many Nespresso's, <laughs> like, to bring it back. The Nespresso is a perfect example because it was just like, this is too much for me. Let's yeah. level set, see what's really important, connect back. But I remember one time I went home for um, the holidays, and one of my really good friends was like, you look like you you live in L.A. And I was like, oh, oh what does that mean? Yeah. Okay, let's really do some internal and external yeah evaluating and figure out what what i like about that what i don't like about that because mm. i'm okay with it you sound a little judgy friend but what does it mean who am what does I? it mean who am i and how do i get back to actually who i want to be oh that part yeah it's so interesting right because and I think, you know, as humans, naturally, right, we go through our life and we have our comfort zone, the people that we're around, the companies that we're around. And, and part of that becomes us, right, because we kind of take different things without even knowing it. And they're like, just become who we are. And then I think you reach a point in your 20s, most likely, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. And you're like, wait a second, what if I got rid of all of this, right? Getting rid of the startup uh, function, right, that became me. Getting rid of the friends that I thought were my friends but aren't. Getting rid of the industry people that... I know everybody and I'm like oh my god I can't like unfollow them on Instagram even though I hate them I hate how petty they are can't do it because what if they're gonna do whatever what if I get rid of all of that who am I and what are my values yeah. and then how do I act on that and can I be okay with myself when I go to sleep <sighs> yes so what did you do I really just had to reprioritize I was hanging out with a bunch of people that I knew from this life and this life and this life who were up till 5 a.m. Mm. when on a Wednesday. Yeah. I was like, yo, this life was kind of okay in college as long as I got my work done and mm. passed and all those things. But it's not okay now. Yeah. I cannot. And it wasn't okay for me. Yeah. I cannot do this and then wake up and be a productive person at work tomorrow. Yes. And it was like, know where your limits are. Hang out with them. Sure. If you feel like you're getting something from the friendship. And then if not, you can like walk back a bit. You don't yeah. have to hang out with these people. Just yeah. because you know them, that's fine. There's so many people in Los Angeles. Yeah. You'll be fine. I started hanging out with my sister a lot more. Is she older or younger than me? She's older. I'm the eternal little sister. I'm the little sister. <gasps> yeah. My, oh. I know, I know. <laughs> you get me. <laughs> my sister and I don't get along very well, but it's fine. You know what? We didn't either. I love you, sister. Obviously, you know I love you. But I was an annoying little sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's our personality. You have to be. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a rule. And I did not know until I moved to L.A. that my sister was like my friend. Yes. Because <sighs> we lived together and like I would make her do things with me. Hey, I want to explore Los Angeles. Let's go to the Queen Mary. Let's go to LACMA. Let's go. Yeah. To all these things and she's like yo i'm just tired i got it's 4 a.m i just got done chefing i want to sit down yeah i was like but can we go can we go can, can we, we explore yeah and she, fine. fine yeah and so hanging out with her she is she knows me yeah y you know she knows me and so when i would hang out with people or invite people to come to things that we were doing she'd be like who's that mm. And not like I was letting my sister like filter the people in my life, but be that source of truth for me almost. Yeah. Like looking outside myself, like, mm, 
and I found, I actually found when I moved from the Bay, this other woman moved from the Bay too. Mm. And I had met her and was hanging out with her a lot up there. And she was a traveling social worker at the time. And she moved to like three months after I did. Yeah. And I was, it was me, her, my sister. Yeah. And people would be like, you guys are sisters, huh? Well, we are, but this is my really good friend. Like, this is my best friend. And the vibe that we had was, like, amazing. I was like, I don't want to hang out with anybody else. Wow. This is us. And then she moved to D.C., and I was heartbroken. But D.C. was her truth, and yeah. that's fine. But and I love her from afar and, and yeah. when I visit her. But you can still cherish the memories. Yeah. That having those two was instrumental. Yeah, you need a good foundation. You need a good LA. I don't have a good foundation. I throw everybody away because I'm like, mm, I'm independent and I'm doing my own thing. But like, you have to. But you do have a good foundation. It's in yourself. Yes. Yeah. It can get very lonely. Because the thing is like LA will take, like when, I'm not kidding. Like LA will take everything from you and it will make you believe things about yourself that you never thought possible. And I don't care if you have family here. I don't care if you've been here a thousand times. You have to go home at the end of the day and somebody has to hold you accountable to say, well, who are you, Daniel? Who are you, Francisca? What are you? Did you act like how you wanted to today? Did you uh, follow your dreams? Did you chase your dreams, right? Because I think from Germany, right, a lot of people travel and try to make different things happen, right? My travels were probably a lot further maybe than yours, but it's still a whole different world, yeah. you know, because it's, it's, it's like the system it's a place, it's a system, it's it's work, it's people, and it's just complicated. It's Instagram is LA. Yeah. Like Instagram is LA. I feel I follow Humans of New York on Love that. Love that, right? Yeah. And I and I uh, also follow watching people in New York. And those two are amazing. Just seeing real people in New York. Obviously, New York is the same where you can get distracted by all the shiny yeah. lights. Um, and LA, I just feel like is a filter, yeah. like is swipe right to the Paris filter, to Dubai, all those things. Yeah. Like that's LA. And if you're not careful, you'll get stuck in the filters and yeah. forget about the original and everything. And that's where we have all the problems. So I ask this question to a lot of the people that I speak with, which is very really fundamental to this podcast. And it's, you know, obviously LA is sort of the movie capital, right? Entertainment capital. Do you think that L.A. creates the world and then the world's like, wow, L.A. said it, so I have to act this way? Mm. Or do you think the people that come to L.A. and the cultures and everything like that influence the movies and then represent what the world is? The second. Mm. L.A. to me is the amplifier. Interesting. So I really believe that all everyone here, not everyone, there's tons of people who are trans. Who are everyone not hates L.A. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say my mom always says do not say you hate something say something it's not to your liking so LA is not always to my liking yeah. sorry LA I love you though no I love listen LA is my soul city which is <sighs> why I have this which is why there's this open talk, talk about, about it right that more mm. soul city I knew I was gonna move to LA since I was a kid oh, I was five cute. years old single mom I watched a lot of tv because you know my mom was working all like she would wake up at four o'clock in the morning she'd be back late at night so I'd go you know go to school get my sister up go home do my own homework all that kind of stuff and I watch a lot of tv yeah. and I just I like it was like my earliest memory I remember sitting on my couch watching like Disney's recess yes. and I was like I'm moving to Hollywood and it was just like this clarity moment that I was like okay done and everyone used to laugh at me right because I there were like 11 villages around me we had the one McDonald's you know <laughs> it, it was like cows and farms and everybody becomes a baker or works at a, as a mechanic or works like in a retail store from like the five there. retail stores that we have in town and I remember being like, I'm moving to LA and everyone's like, ha ha, like, duh, it's not going to happen. Mom remarried, moved to Michigan. And then I was in Michigan and I was like, I'm moving to LA. And she disowned me. Love you, mom. Because, <laughs> you you know, people are scared for you. You know, they're like, it's LA. Like, can you do it? But you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. Right. And I, I moved out here and it's, I can't, I mean, I think I want to move to different places just to see, you know, what is New York like? What is Bali like? Like, I don't know. But LA is my soul city. Like, I belong here. My soul belongs here. I love here. that. My friend who's a traveling social worker, she is no more uh, entrepreneurial life. I love you, girl. Um, she did that. Mm. DC's her soul city. Did she always know that? Um, yes. 
And she mm-hmm. always had the goal of moving there. So she was in a few places before she went to the Bay, went to the Bay and said, I'm going to L.A. with you because I want to. Yeah. And, but I'm going to D.C. after Just that. Just to see it. I'm going to stay there. And I was like, no, you're going to love like we're going to Danny and Eb take on L.A. Like it's going to yeah. be fine. And then she was like, I love you. And I'm going to stay here an extra year. But I'm going to D.C. after that. And I was like, oh. Wow. Oakland's my soul city. Really? For sure. Like 1000% Oakland's my soul city. It's your home. It is. And it's difficult right now because so much is changing with the city. And almost every time I go back, I go back like once a month. But (laughs) it's just a lot. Do you drive or do you fly? Both. Whichever one one is there. Yeah. (sighs) I'm hating driving recently. Like I'm having so many issues but it's because I do drive a lot. Yeah. So my car is like, hey, girl, need a mani-pedi. Yeah. Like, yeah. need a massage right now. And I'm Cars like, are right. exhausting. Oh but I think it's like the, the exploring and like, you know, like when you go to Oakland, because I love I love going on road trips. I'll just leave and go to like Kings yes, Canyon do. on a day. I'm yes, you just, do. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just drove 14 hours. Who cares? You know, I'm like, oh, whatever. But there's like all these jam farms. Like I. I talk about jam farms more than I probably should, but like there are so many jam farms on the way. And I just, you know, you see like a billboard, you stop on the side and there's like car shows and people have beetles. And all of a sudden then there's like a dog adoption program. Like there are so many gems there that I think in LA people hate, I think on the Bay a lot, but there's a lot of Bay area people here. Right. But like Fresno and Sacramento, like Oakland, I love it. I think it's gritty. I think it's cool. I think it's unique. And I mean, that's, I think, where the authenticity in California comes from. Yeah. Because those kinds of people make L.A. L.A. Because people come to L.A. and they're like, oh, let me just fake it. Right. Those are people that humble you. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. They're like, you know, we don't do that. What are you doing, girl? Yeah. Why did you just do that? Like, oh, you're right. Yeah. My bad. I'm level setting. Like. Yeah. (sighs) But really quickly, jams. Let's talk about jams. Um, I Oscar's laughing. I mean, jams are like for real. There's in Gilroy. Gilroy is the capital of garlic. Uh-huh. Shout out Gilroy and the Garlic Festival. They have garlic jam. Wow. So next road trip, you gotta try some garlic. I jam. have to do it. I've never, never been there. I love garlic. Garlic is the best. <sighs> it's so good. I know people will like want no one eat it. And I'm like, no, I, if I have garlic, I have like. Give me the garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Give it to me. So what brings you, like, why are you in LA? Right. Obviously your fiance <sighs> was one of them. That Which man. we have to talk about. Do you want to talk about that story first? How did you two even meet? Yes. Oh my God. It's a hilarious <laughs> story. It's a hilarious story. So college, I have my girls and my one friend has been trying to set me up for years, mm-hmm. for literal years. She did not set me up with Jeff until she didn't even set me up with Jeff, but she did not just set me up with Jeff and was setting me up with terrible men. Mm. So they just don't you love the matchmaker that's like <laughs> she was trying A for effort, E for effort, but like, girl. No, these men were not right for me in that moment. And they probably are wonderful men, but just not right for me. Yeah. And that's okay. But so uh, she was coming down to visit. She's still in the Bay. She was coming down to visit. She's a a Richmond girl. What's up, Richmond? Um, And she was coming down to visit. We met up at a bar in Long Beach. Oh, actually, we're going to a different bar. Can you meet us at this bar? (sighs) Okay. So I drove to the other bar. They were Ubering. I was like, I'm driving. I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, we get to they get to the bar because I'm already there waiting. They have been drinking all day. It's her, her husband, two of her husband's friends, group group, yeah. right? And then this guy and his friend. The guy is her husband's cousin, like seventeen people removed or whatever. Yeah. And then his best friend, and the guy. The guy just like walks past me, doesn't say shit to me. I was like, okay, cool, nice to meet you. That's how it's gonna be. Okay, right? cool, cool, hi. And then the friend is like, hi, nice to meet. He is shining with alcohol, is what I'll say. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh hey, what's up? Like, hi, nice to meet you. And then actually, we're standing at the bar looking for a place to sit, 
and I'm looking up at the TV because Jukin videos are playing on the TV. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, look at these videos. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I know that video owner. <sighs> I know that video. <laughs> just like watching and like reminiscing about the videos. Yeah. And then um, he's like, what are you, why are you so into these videos right now that are playing in this bar on the TV? Like no one pays attention unless it's a game. Like what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I uh, actually used to work for this company. So like this is this is fun for me. Mm -hmm. This is nostalgia. And he was like, tell me more. And I was like, okay, let's talk about it. And then we were talking about it and like vibed a bit, but I was like, he's shining with alcohol right now and I'm not. So that's fine. <laughs> and then, um, I was, <laughs> it's fine. That's fine. It's fine. They had clearly been day drinking and it yeah. was like, y'all are cool. Like I'm just going to sit here and enjoy mm -hmm. it and catch up with my girl. Um, and rally. And so she was, her and I were catching up. And he was like, I'm about to buy you a drink. What do you want? And I was like, I'm not. Okay, whiskey ginger, sure. So he brings me a whiskey ginger. And she's like, what about me, Jeff? What about me? And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I get you a drink? And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then vibe, immediately <gasps> vibe from there. And I was like, okay. Let's see the next day. Let's There's see what happens. There's something here. There's something here. Yeah. Oh, we stayed out talking to like 4 a.m. Yes. And it was like, oh, I'm sober. He's drunk. I mean, shining with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. He's not getting on my nerves, which is a huge thing. Yeah. Sober, drunk. You know how it goes. But I feel like, can we just like stop for a second? Because I feel like, you know, I'm obviously single as a Pringle. But like when you find your person, there's always like in the first, I don't know, we'll say two weeks, you always have that talk <laughs> where you both stay up later than you wanted to. And like that's when you know. Yeah. Whether like I remember in college, there was the person that I dated for, I don't know, three and a half years. And it was like he was very drunk and non-Adderall and some other things. We were like outside of the elevators, like in one of our dorms, and we were just chatting, talking for like I don't know five hours, and that's how you know. Okay, it's like continue. Oh, I like this conversation. Yeah, I like you. I like where I'm, what I'm discovering about yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. The next day, he hit me up like, "Hey, how are you doing? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, he remembers one, cool. Two, okay, let's see. We went on a date. We went to LACMA." <gasps> No, no, no. Sorry, Lakma. We went to the Broad. Oh, the Broad. I love yes. the Broad. So he is an L.A. native. Yeah. Went to college on the East Coast, then moved to the South for a bit, and then had just come back. Just, like, had maybe been here for, like, three months. Wow. Transplants. It's my secret. Transplants are the way to go. Always. Transplants. Let's do it. Yes. And then, um, sorry, L.A. natives. Um, but that's how you, like, you have to go in order to figure out who you are and what you're made of like you don't know yes. what you want I, I don't believe you know what you want unless you go and put yourself out there and I don't care if you're on vacation I don't care if you have a grandma that lives in North Carolina and has a cabin whatever you have to leave for years yes yeah to just see yourself in a different dimension yeah. different dimension yeah. yes 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 I agree so much um, he came back. I was like, wow, I really like you. We went to Korean barbecue in <gasps> the Broad. And that was my first uh, Korean barbecue? Hot pot. Hot <gasps> pot in the Broad. And that was my first time having hot pot. And I was like, this is kind of cute. It's so good. I like him. Yeah. He was like, within two weeks, he was like, I really like you. And I was like, ah, you really like me? I really like you too? Yeah. And he was like, um... I don't want you to date anybody else. Let's be exclusive. And I was like, <gasps> that never happens. Never happens. I'm like, okay, cool. <gasps> and then like two weeks later, he's like, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. <gasps> I love you too. And then that was it. We've been locked in ever since. You've been head over heels. For almost four years. That's crazy. Yes. Like I'm so happy for you. I remember even the first time that we met, like you told me, I think the same story. And I was just like, wow, this makes me believe in love again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It makes me believe in love yeah. again. Like, it's so weird. And what I will say is that if I was looking for him on an app, I would not have found him. Yeah. He's younger than me, which is not a problem. But, like, he's only like a year and a year than me. Yeah. But I was looking for someone 
older. Yeah, like, because you have um, this predisposed thing of you're like, I, yes. this needs to be this person, that person. And even though apps are great, and I rediscovered them over the summer, I've deleted them since. But <laughs> I'm like, but they're better than what I thought they were gonna be, right? But there's this, I think, need or want that where you have to like meet them in person yes. just to get the vibe and just to see it and just to give each other chances, right? Because yeah. I think a lot of times we don't give we don't give ourselves chances, let alone other people. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for getting out of your comfort zone. I feel like everyone has now, myself included, is now comfortable, Mm. super comfortable, whether that's being at home doing whatever, watching Netflix, scrolling on the apps, whatever it is, everyone's super comfortable at home. Nothing wrong with that except for it limits your growth. Yeah. And so pushing out of that comfort zone and getting out and meeting people again, whether you're looking for a love interest or anything a business partner or just people to have a good time with uh you need to get out to do that and it's i'm struggling with that myself like covid had me real comfy real Mm -hmm. comfy but now it's like it's time to get out and start meeting people again yeah tell me more about that because and we talked about this a little bit earlier right you're like to me you've always been this like community maven like i always look at you because you've done such a great job in building community and you're a part of so many different communities and groups and whether it's professional development and mentorship and all of the things that you're like doing and involved with because you're it's so interesting right because you meet people in a certain situation and i remember like i think i followed you on social and i was like wait a second (laughs) that's who you are (laughs) like hold up hold up (laughs) this is a humble queen (laughs) (laughs) yes i will forever be humble yeah um i will never be braggadocious about all the things that i'm doing because i just feel like i don't need to be I feel like it's my job to champion other people and those people that I champion usually are doing the same for me and I can trust Mm. that. And because we all want to see each other doing well. Mm. So there's, there is almost never a reason for me to be like, yo, I'm doing this. I got this going and watch out for this coming soon. Like, I usually don't need to ever do that. I am a social strategist by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, um, I've become involved in a lot of things. In LA, a lot of things have started with me moving here. So I am on the board of the Black uh, Public Relations Society of Los Angeles, um, helping Black PR people um navigate the world of PR and professional development and mentorship and the always changing, ever evolving industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am the director of partnerships for Soshi Slays. Shout out Soshi Slays and my girls. Soshi Slays is such an amazing organization and community. I mean, like, those women are special yeah like amazing human beings and it started from such an authentic organic place that it's natural that people have gravitated to it but it's also just like what Mm -hmm. y'all like this yeah wow so it started from my girl chauncey my girl heather like really being open and honest about their feelings. They both were going through some struggles, dating, work, all of the things. And we're like, girl, if I feel this, there's somebody else out there feeling this. If you feel this and I feel this, somebody else is feeling this. Let's start a blog. So they started a blog and then Instagram came around. Instagram was out then. Let me not act like we were in the <laughs> 1900s. But Instagram didn't really start popping off until 2012, 13. Exactly. Yeah. And so when it started popping off, it was like, mm, am I going to get their Instagram? I don't know. Mm, nah, nah. Yeah. And then they did. And then it popped off. And now they've got like over 600,000 followers. I was going to say, you have almost a million followers. <sighs> like you have so many people that go to your blog. You just launched Man. the merch line. Yes. And a thank you, shout out for the cameo. <laughs> yes, girl, our beautiful model. I have my moments. <laughs> yes, she's there. She's there. She's shining. It was 
so I went to college with Chauncey. Mm. And so uh, we were at a dinner and she was like, girl, I need your help. Come on. Wow. And I was like, okay. And the response from the community that we have is amazing. Like everyone champions, everyone. So engaged. So engaged and just so, such a system of support. And it's so beautiful whenever I feel like, yo, humanity's going down. And there's moments. Yeah. I just pay attention to the community at Social Studies and I'm like, wow. Okay, <sighs> we're good. That's so powerful. And I'm, I'm seeing like a few different themes here, right? The first one that I think has followed you across everything that you've been doing is saying yes. Mm. Yes, I will go out. Yes, I will meet people. Yes. <sighs> I know you've all been day drinking all day, but I'm going to go say <laughs> hi and champion my friend because I miss you and I really genuinely care about you, right? Yeah. But the other one I think is about like the different opportunities and putting yourself like in a position where you're surrounded by your support system, mm -hmm. right? A lot of times like I'll go on social media and I'm like, I'm exhausted just looking at this. Like my energy is drained. But choosing to say, okay, I have found my community within social studies, which I actually have like as a fan yes, before I yes. even like, you know, really like you're not even connected it's wonderful because you get to choose like, wow, this makes me feel good. And yeah. I really value these, like these things that this person or this organization is doing. And then being in that community makes you feel like you're not alone. It's so amazing because all of the things that we post on social slays are things we need to hear. Yeah. And are things that we share with each other and are like, girl, today was a day. We all have day jobs. Yeah. We all have day jobs. Social studies is our sole project. Wow. Yes. And so one day we'll, we'll figure it out and it will not be our sole project. It will be our livelihood. But yeah. like it is a sole project and it means so much to us because it literally is coming from the heart and the soul. Yeah. yeah. And then you're involved in fashion and style. <gasps> so... This girl has the best style in the world. You made me redo my entire wardrobe. I don't even think you realized that. I started watching your videos and I was like, oh my God. And I literally, <laughs> I, like I donated a bunch of my clothes and I was like, I need to get some like classics and basics and all these colors. Oh my gosh. So I actually started paying attention to my own fashion when once I graduated college. Yeah. Because... I was having a lot of trouble balancing professional wear with being cute. Like, yeah. I'm a young tender right now. I need to be cute. Yeah. And but like I wear also, ballet flats. <laughs> which were so popular when they I was going so to college. <laughs> oh, my God. And I wore a lot of them. But I also was like, I want to be cute. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I want to be com like like um comfortable going to work and then meeting up with my friends after because yeah. i don't have time to change sorry i'm not leaving san francisco to go all the way back home to oakland and then all the way back so this has got to do yeah and i was finding myself buying a lot of things that were versatile and i was like okay like this is working some things i feel good in some things i don't and then i was also feeling a lot of pressure from the corporate system yeah. like you need to like seeing my peers dress up and be in blazers all the time and just look like we were we were working in the financial market, which we weren't. <laughs> so it was like, ah, oh, this is boring. How can I add a little personality into this? How can I add a little flair? Yeah. So then that was my base. Then, you know, a little flair, a little, little um, more spice got mixed in once I moved to L.A. And then uh, COVID. Mm. Uh, I, I found myself changing, changing, changing um, my style before COVID. And then when COVID happened, I was like, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm good with these sweatpants right now, yeah. like everyone did. But then I also was like, I feel bad. Yeah. I also was living in an apartment that was super dark. And I'm a sunflower. I need the sun. <laughs> so I was like, I feel bad. I look bad. I need some more coffee. Energized. I'm not getting energized. Yeah. I was scared to go outside. Yeah. Like, thank God I had a dog or I have a wonderful little dog. So I have to walk her. But like, I was feeling terrible. And I was like, mm, let's change something. So my boss at the time, his wonderful wife, 
she still is a color, a a color, what is it called? Consultant, a Mm -hmm. color consultant. She's amazing. Shout out Heidi. Love her. Um, and I was doing PR for her Mm. and we were exploring her brand, exploring her mission and everything. She was like, well, you know what? In order to really understand, you need to get your colors done. And I was like, colors? Get my colors done? Okay, fine. Why not? And I remember just thinking color, getting your colors done is like going to a Tupperware party before I met her. Like, I was like, ah, you know, this is this antiquated thing. Like, I don't know. And then I met her. I was like, okay, so it's still happening, still like new. Okay. Um, or it's been modernized. Let's try it. And then when I did it, I was like, yo, wow. this is really a science. And I, I was like, <laughs> she <laughs> has me wearing colors I would never wear otherwise. Like light blue. Why would I wear light blue? Now I love light blue. Light denim, like dark denim girl all day. Yeah. And now I'm branching out into different fashion areas that I would never imagine before. Yeah. It was really nice because in doing that, I was able to find different avenues for me to shop. And then just, I feel good in this. Let me share. Let me, my intention for sharing things on social is always to help others. Yeah. Always. Like, sometimes it's to be happy about my fiance. But other times it's just like, look, I found this cute dumb shit at Target. You should get it. Yeah. Because I've been looking for a good denim jumpsuit for a long time. And I found this one and it's comfy and it's cute. Looks so good on you. (laughs) So I want other people to get it too. Yeah. Well, you do a really great job. Thank you. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So I know we only have a few minutes left, but let's do a game of underrated, overrated. (gasps) Let's go. Okay. All right, we're going to mix it up. Okay. The Grove. Overrated. Overrated other than the holidays. The decorations for the holidays are amazing. So beautiful. I didn't go, I haven't gone this year. I love it. I saw um, Wakanda there, the <gasps> new one, and I was just like, I forgot it's holiday season. I love that. Yeah. Wakanda, the movie is so good. Long Beach. Underrated. Mm. By far. I agree. Hollywood sign. Mid- but mid because okay mid is not as in uh overrated mid is in it's in the middle because like properly rated no okay underrated and the reason why i say underrated is because the hike there is amazing yeah just the hollywood sign seeing the hollywood sign is like did you have so i've only been via the wisdom tree and then i go like up behind it so have you gone like the normal way no and i've never done that i need to do that I'm too scared. Can we do it together? Yeah. Because it's like a six mile hike. I know. Okay, let's Look, do it. in her youth, before <laughs> all, the, all the age started tearing away my collagen and my, uh, what is it called? My um, cartilage. Yeah. She was a hiker. I was a hiker. No, you are still a hiker. You... I know. I drive to the hikes. <laughs> And then I just do the like hundred feet. I take my picture and go back into my car. Girl, I believe that you are. (laughs) (laughs) Does it look that way? Yes. Yes. Great job. Great job. Great job. Um, But I, I think I used to do like Mission Peak and like just hikes in the Bay Area often, or just getting outside and walking, like walking the marinas. Loved it. Here, everything is hot. Yeah hotter so it's like okay but like getting outside and hiking those hikes uh griffith observatory is an amazing hike hiking to the hollywood sign is an amazing hike yeah it's beautiful Um, so beautiful and it was one of the first ones i did when i moved here Mm. uh, with my sister that's memorable yes but the hollywood sign it's a sign yeah it's a sign runyon canyon overrated See, that was my first hike. And like, that was like the first time where I was like, whoa, I live in Hollywood. <laughs> There's so it's too packed. It is too packed. I feel like when I do physical activity, I want to focus on the physical activity. Yeah. Not shuffling through a thousand people. The dogs. The oh, or Have you seen the lizards? No. People carry lizards when they go hiking. I'm surprised you've never seen that. Whenever I go, I see at least one lizard person. But why? Why? 
I'm kind of freaked out by reptiles. Yeah, I agree. You just feel kind of strange. Yeah, like you are ancient. You should go somewhere ancient. <laughs> like a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> or just like a swamp <laughs> or something. Far away. A cave. Far away. Yeah, yeah. like over there. Um, studio tours. Underrated. So Jeff got me passes to Universal for my birthday last year because I'm obsessed with Harry Potter and I want to go to Harry Potter. Land. Oh, we were just talking about Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Yeah, no, Harry Potter is amazing. What's your favorite movie? Ooh, um, Order of the Phoenix. My group is um, the Order of the Phoenix. The Order of the Phoenix. They are so amazing. Wow. I love them. What uh, house are you in? Gryffindor. Of course you are. I'm a Gryffindor. I'm a Ravenclaw. <gasps> of course but you then are. But then I took it again and I was a Gryffindor. But um, I, I think I'm still a Ravenclaw. Oh, you're, you're on the line. It's yeah. like you're Gryffindor rising. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about your Potter houses in that way? Because it needs to be normalized. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a Slytherin rising. <laughs> Without coffee, I'm a Slytherin. With coffee, I'm a Gryffindor. Hufflepuff Moon. <laughs> Hufflepuff Moon. I think Yo. we just found you out. I think this is Hufflepuff your Hufflepuff Moon. <laughs> I'm dying laughing. I this, need this, this tattoo. This will be the promo. I'm a Ravenclaw sun. Yes. A Gryffindor rising. Yes. What's my... My moon would also be Hufflepuff, I feel like. I'm, I'm like, deep down, I'm like, a, like, I'm a petty bitch. So like, That's why I'm like, Slytherin. <laughs> Because this is a thing, like, when it comes time for someone to be put in their place. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, no, I'm... It will be done. Yes. It's, 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 like, no fucking around. You overstepped. <laughs> Goodbye. You need to know you overstepped. And, like, we don't need to be rude. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be disrespectful. But you need to know, whoever you are, you overstepped. Yeah. Goodbye. If you're feeling attacked, it's probably for a reason. <laughs> um... What advice do you have for anybody that's listening or watching? Words of wisdom or just a joke? <laughs> I got a joke. No, no, no. Um, I do have a joke, but it's kind of lame. But I kind of really love it. What kind of STDs do birds get? Oh, God. <laughs> Pebble something. I don't know. <laughs> Chirpies. <laughs> Chirpies. Please don't let me be known for that. <laughs> like, internet, be forgiving. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Chirpies. Can I tell you a joke? Yes. Why did the mushroom go to the bar? <gasps> to get diced? <laughs> because he's a fun guy. Oh, <laughs> I love that one. Science. <gasps> fun guy. Fun guy. I love that. That's my new one. Okay. Sorry, Chirpies, you're out. I like yours. I like yours. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, last words of wisdom. <laughs> My last words of wisdom are self-care. Self-care. I am learning how to be better about self-care for myself. Mm. I, single mom, household where it's like, get it done. Yeah. Things need to be done yesterday. Yeah. So the day-to-day -day for me is focusing on what's in front of me and getting it done and then having some fun too but that fun doesn't always have myself as the priority yeah so taking the time to put myself as a priority i am my own main character yeah self-care the main character goes on vacations the main character goes wind like the main character does stuff for herself yeah so I need to make sure I do that too. What would I do if I were the main character? Yeah. <sighs> yes. It's it's hard to step away sometimes, especially when you have a lot of stuff going on. Also, just join Think LA Idea Council. So there's that <laughs> too. Um, but like just stepping away and taking a moment, like that can wait. Yeah. I love now, I feel like there's a culture in our industry where we're like, we are not saving lives here. Yeah. We are just putting out a press release. We are just posting on Instagram. Like, it's fine. My favorite thing about our industry, I think, is that we get paid. Like, our job is to be inspired. Mm. Right? Like, 
And so when you look at like my job is to be inspired and then to inspire, to instill hope in other people or to you can do it via social or a broadcast commercial or a movie or a brand partnership. Nobody's dying. Right. But at the same time, I can't inspire myself or you if I don't take care of myself first. Right. Man. But if I do self-care today, that might not show up in my life until next week or a month from now. Mm -hmm. But all that work that you do now that will come as a compound effect later on Mm -hmm. will save you so much other time and money when you're retroactively trying to fix yourself. And people don't know that. Self-care is like teeth. Yeah. You have to floss consistently. Otherwise, your teeth are going to fall out when you're 80, girl. Right? Like, my dad, used to say, my dad used to always say, make sure you take care of your teeth. It will be shown if you don't. Yeah. So, reminder, floss, put on sunscreen, yeah. and do self-care. I love that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for just always being such a light in my life and everyone else's light. I think we're so... I speak on behalf of the world to say that we're so grateful for you. Thank you. Because you're just like, you're like a ray of sunshine. And I think, I just, I love following you. I love watching you. I love seeing you just flourish. Um, Where can people find you if they want to stay in contact? Well, thank you, first of all. And I really do have to say, I am a light to those who match my light. Yes. So right back at you. Um, I'm Danny Irves on everything. D-A-N-I-E-R-V-E-S. Going to present a little bit of a problem when I get married. Like, am I going <laughs> are to you gonna keep? change? Are you going to change your name? I'm going to change my last name, which is a little, I, I just quickly have to say it's difficult for me because going from a unique last name to a more common last name is going to be hard. Yeah. Especially because I have my last name tattooed, my only tattoo. Wow. So you I'm going to scratch it. it out. Or you could do like, people have the different names, like the... I don't yeah. know. I might. I don't know. Okay. We'll figure that out later. But Danny Irves on everything. Danny Irves. Yeah. One e. Follow Danny for everything style, fashion, mentorship, community, <sighs> Bay Area jams. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.